The Capitals' rookie camp started on Saturday. Who really stood out? I'll discuss next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked on Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Caps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked On Capitals and comment anything down below. The hockey season is starting, and I would love to talk Capitals hockey with you one-on-one. And we can do that on subtext. Just check the show description for more details. In this edition of Locked On Capitals, we talk about notable dates in the NHL. Most notably, the trade deadline when that lands this year. We'll talk about that in the show. A little bit later, we will talk about how even Tom Wilson can get a little bit insecure at times. If we look back at his contract that he signed this last summer before that, he was talking to the Capitals PR going, hey, is there something going on here that I should know about? We'll talk about that in the show. But just to get it going here, we will talk about who really stood out in day one of rookie camp for the Capitals on Saturday as I record this on Saturday. And as it should come as no surprise that it uh, was Ivan Mirishnashenko for my assessment from the videos that I saw, he just seems primed and ready for what's next. He had all kinds of hurdles and he had kind of all kinds of obstacles laid in him in front of him and he was able to break through all of them. You take a look at the Hodgkin's lymphoma. You take a look at his KHL contract, which he didn't think he was going to be able to get out to, which he was able to get through. And just him putting on that weight after all the weight that he lost when he had that lymphoma. So I do think that the arrow's pointing up and it's not just that. Uh, Just uh, seeing him shoot one-timers from Ovi's office uh, at rookie camp was impressive. You know, it was one of the things that I kind of joked about that, you know, is he going to be Alex Ovechkin 2.0? But just seeing him set up there, it's pretty convincing. And I do think that he has a bright future in the NHL and with the Capitals. And for that, I'm super pumped. And as you as Caps fans should as well, but It is exciting this time of year to see the young rookie players in the organization to see what they have in the tank. And uh, one of the things that was spoke about today is the the drills that they have to go through, the difficulty. You can kind of tell which players have been through them before and which ones haven't. Uh, The players that have been through them before, like LaPierre and Iorio, they're used to it. But some of the other uh, players that were there, a little bit of reservation, shall we say. But taking a look at it, uh, for the most part, Uh, They didn't have to use a puck uh, too much. It was mostly skating related, but the brief time that they were taking shots on net, it was against Mitchell Gibson, Clay Stevenson, Garen Bjorklund, and Antoine Keller. Yes, Antoine Keller made the trip all the way over uh, from France. He might have been up in Canada. I heard he's going to be playing in Canada up there, but in any event, it was a full house for the Capitals, and just to see that pipeline for the Caps is exciting. 
Mitchell Gibson, Clay Stevenson, Garen Bjorklund, and Antoine Keller. That is uh, a quite a force to be reckoned with, and the pipeline is true to form for the Capitals as they always have really great goalies in the pipeline. I cannot really honestly think back to a time where I'm like, man, this team doesn't have, you know, the next guy up and in the net minding department, they always have that. So that is one of the things that I'm always uh, excited about. Uh, but after that in camp, after they were taking shots on net, uh, the Caps coaches set up different sensors and then the Caps rookies did skating tests. Um, and those are somewhat difficult, you know, where they skate from one line to the other and back and forth and back and forth. It's difficult and it's not for the faint of heart. But one of the things that I know is that these guys are in peak condition. You know, if I did that, I would probably have to be taken away in an ambulance. But these guys, they work on their nutrition. They work on skating. They work in being peak form. But in any event, even for those guys that are in peak form, uh, you start to see some of the struggles that they face, but it's all a part of it. And even the uh, the veterans, when they when they show up, they have to do those same tests as well. And uh, but it is interesting uh, talking about different things uh, that they're working on. Uh, was Lapierre said he was working on his skating and his overall movement this summer, uh, and that's one of the things that I do think that Lapierre is going to be one of the next guys up. I don't think he's necessarily going to break camp and join the Capitals on the big team. I guess stranger things have happened, but I do think that, you know, this is the rookie camp for him and he is showcasing his talents. But uh, it was uh, Hendrix Lop here and Vinny Iorio were the first in line, as I was spoken, uh, talking about a little bit earlier, for those rigorous tests that they have to go through. But it wasn't just Ivan Mirishnashenko. I think that LaPierre came into camp with the right mindset, working on things uh, that he needed to work on in this short summer that the Capitals had. Uh, he addressed some of his skating and his movement and his agility. Because let's face it, uh, LaPierre had a bit of a bumpier ride uh, last year. He kind of found his way as they made it into the Calder Cup playoffs and ultimately winning the Calder Cup. But he was tweaking his game. But another player uh, that really kind of jumped off the page, I know I mentioned mentioned Ivan Mirishnashenko off the top at Vinny Iorio. Uh, I do know that the Caps blue line is full. I get that, but he is going to fight for a spot. And if there's any weakness in the position on the blue line, I think that Vinio, Vinny Iorio is probably going to take one of those spots. We kind of have Alex Alexiev penciled in as that, like that seventh defenseman. But, I mean, it, it's, could someone like the Vinny Iorio come in and sneak it away from him? It's way too early as this was day number one of rookie camp, but it's one of the storylines to keep uh, an eye on, and that's what, what my job is here for you is keeping you guys in the loop, and I will keep my eye on that. But a bit interesting uh, uh, just to see how this all shakes out on the blue line. Um, Ivan Mirishnashenko was in top form and ultimately – solidified my opinion uh and just he was that he's going to do a really great job for the capitals in years to come and i think that ultimately he will be on the capitals at some point this season do i think that ivan mirishnashenko is going to be on the capitals roster in game one of the regular season i wouldn't rule him out that's what i'm going to say i don't necessarily think that it's going to be game one of the regular season However, I do think that we will see Ivan Mirishnashenko on the Capitals, the big team this season, and U.S. Caps fans should be pumped because what we've seen in sample sizes, and I know that this is just rookie camp, but also it's a bit difficult to find. But if you can find any of the footage of him playing over in Russia, 
quite a player. And uh, I do think that the Capitals uh, really found a diamond in the rough, if you will. I hate to, to, to label it as such, but you know what I'm saying? Given the fact that, you know, he was kind of uh, disregarded by a lot of other teams just based on his health conditions, that the Capitals and Ross Mahoney and the medical staff said, you know what, we checked him out and actually he checks out and we're going to select him. So good on the Capitals and uh, Ross Mahoney and the training staff for doing their due diligence. I'm really uh, excited. But it wasn't just Mirosh Also, Bogdan at Trini have both impressed in the back-checking part. Uh, and if you saw the videos, they were really just laser focused in there laying the body and shoving their opponent off the puck and and that is one of the things that we saw with Mirishnashenko is and one of the things that Ross Mahoney said was that when he saw Ivan Mirishnashenko when he had that lymphoma his genes were kind of just hanging off his hips he was so skinny because of the illness that he had uh, but now he has bulked up there was a lot of video released this last summer if you saw it on Twitter of him hitting the gym hard he is in peak condition and again, I, I don't mean to to be drinking the Capitals Kool-Aid or the Mirishnashenko Kool-Aid, but guys, he is going to be amazing on this Capitals team in short order. Again, mark it down on your calendar. Dan said in September that Miro will make the team and it, it's going to happen this year. I do believe it. Also, uh, another player that stood out is the 2023 seventh round pick, uh, Brett Highland. Uh, we know he had a knee surgery that was done but was impressive. Certain players jumped off the page. And again, we will know more in days to come. Uh, but what I saw in Saturday in the video that I saw uh, that he was fast and strong on his skates and kept his feet moving really well were some of the notes that I had there. So I do think that uh, the arrows pointing up for a lot of these young players. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see, you know, this was day one. How is LaPierre going to look as this goes on? How is, you know, Bogdan Triniev going to look? How are, you know, Vinny IR and a lot of these guys, how are they going to look by the end of camp? It's going to be interesting. And that is one of the things that I spoke about. And if you're an everyday or you know that this camp is going to be a battle like none other. I do think that, you know, the young players, and I think it's kind of in the air that this is an aging roster and that none of the positions on the big team are really spoken for. I guess you could put Alex Ovechkin. I'm going to go ahead and etch that in concrete. But you know what I'm saying? Any of the other guys, if they falter, if they fail, what are some of the things that we know is that the Capitals faced a myriad of injuries last season that if you are an, on top of your game, I'm talking to you, LaPierre. I'm talking to you, Iario. I'm talking to you, Mirishnashenko. Be ready for what lies ahead. And sometimes it's one guy's injury which will lead to your opportunity. You see that in sports all the time. And I do think that that is the case. But just taking a look at the caps that started showing up on Thursday, this team is engaged and they know what's at stake. They know that they missed the playoffs for the first time since 2014, and they are coming in a man on a mission. That includes Anthony Mantha. Does Anthony Mantha have a lot to prove this year? You better believe he does. But I also think that he is up for it. He was strong enough to say, this is too much for me. He hired the mental coach. He dropped 10 pounds. Everything I've heard, he's in top form. Uh, along with that, if we take a look at it, Rasmus Sandin, Trevor Van Riemsdyk, Martin Farivari, Connor McMichael, Sonny Milano, and Charlie Lindgren were present at MedStar Ice Complex on Thursday. So the troops are here. We're ready to go. It's better. You better be ready for a great capital season. You know, you watch the NHL network or any of the, the talking heads, the insiders, they've already kind of panned the capitals and they've already kind of etched on who's going to win the Metro division. 
for me, I would say write it in pencil and make sure you got a little bit of an eraser on it because I do think the Capitals will battle in this Metro division, despite everything, despite that they're one of the oldest teams in the NHL, I do ultimately think uh, that they have what it takes. And for me as a Caps fan, uh, it's exciting and you should be excited about it uh, as well. All right. So coming up here after the break, we will talk about how Tom Wilson, yes, how big Tom Wilson even can be a little bit insecure at times. You know, we know about the contract and it ultimately got done. But before that, he had a lot of questions. We'll talk about that coming up. Our next partner here is Jace Medical. And one of the things that you need in life is security with your health. And that is where Jace Medical comes from. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace case is fill out a simple online form. And in some cases, jump on a quick call with one of our board-certified physicians. Get ongoing care from physicians on any treatment-related questions. Doctor-created, doctor-recommended. Don't be caught unprepared in life. That's easy to do. Sometimes health issues pop up on you. That is why you need Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. And uh, speaking about in my life and my father who passed here, sometimes health issues pop up and they can turn into big things. That is why you need certain uh, you need certainty in certain regards. So save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off by using my code locked on at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure and subscribe or follow Locked On Capitals wherever you find your podcasts and on YouTube. Training camp is here and I've got you guys covered. Plus, I have a bunch of big guests lined up for the show once the season gets going here. So make sure and, and subscribe or follow Locked On Capitals today. All right, in this next segment here, we are going to talk about how big Tom Wilson, the big tough guy out there, you know, that uh, the ladies seem to like out there, even a guy like, like him, he can get to be a bit insecure. It is interesting. Uh, if we take a look back on it, it seems that uh, that uh, everyone talked about that, you know, we don't need to worry that Tom Wilson's going to be here. Brian McClellan said there's no reason to worry that he is going to be here. And then Tom Wilson said stranger things have happened. And it's funny that sometimes the words that Tom Wilson used kind of maybe he didn't really think about, but, you know, certain people, sometimes myself included, took those things and blew those up. Um, so taking a look at it, it wasn't just me. There were a lot of other prominent uh, beat writers, the insiders that kind of said that, you know, maybe there is the possibility, you know, that's where we heard about, you know, that the Kings were kicking the tires, or maybe he could be headed out to the Ottawa Senators. In any event, even a guy that's insulated and kind of a high profile player, a multimillionaire like Tom Wilson, even some of that gets back to him. And it got to the point where he needed to address it with some of the members of the Capitals PR Tom Wilson, the forward for the Capitals, found himself in a whirlwind of trade rumors during the offseason before the Caps locked him up. He was worried that the team was actually thinking about trading him. 
And uh, it does seem crazy, but you know, where do this all emanates from is that Tom Wilson holds tremendous value. That was the logic behind it was that if they were going to get a, a big return, it would take someone with great value like Tom Wilson to do it. But, you know, I heard from a lot of Capitals fans, people that watch the show, it's not going to happen. It'll never happen. As it turns out, you're right. It didn't happen. A sigh of relief. I never wanted it to happen, but it was just one of the things where if you take a look at different scenarios on the team, who holds great value? Are they going to trade Ovechkin? No chance. But uh, it did seem that there was at least a possibility. Uh, there, The rumors were of him getting dealt uh, were actually starting to get him, and they started getting back to him. He heard about the possibility of him getting dealt to the Senators or the Kings. How crazy is that? According to Luke Fox of Sportsnet, Wilson reached out to Capitals Public Relations employee during the summer with a simple yet pointed question, what is going on here? The trade rumors had raised concerns for Wilson, and he sought clarification regarding his future with the team. And, um, you know, I and mean, that was one of the moments where it was brought up. I believe it was Tarek Elbashir talking about Tom Wilson getting traded and Brian McClellan stared daggers at him. He said, who's bringing this up? It's not happening. And it quit bringing it up. And there's a certain level of seriousness over Brian McClellan's face and, and listening to some of his former teammates that you saw that look like. You get it. Like he's not messing around. Don't bring it up again. So it is interesting. And I think that it was a point of frustration for Tom Wilson. I do think that it was a point of frustration for Brian McClellan and the Capitals. Of course, they didn't want him to get worried. You know, sometimes players, it depends on the player's personality. Sometimes they get kind of freaked out about it by everything. And they're like, well, if they want to trade me agent to let me get on the phone, I want out of here. As it turns out, it wasn't the case. Tom Wilson just had a moment showing that he is fallible like everyone else and a bit insecure. You know, I think that he reveals him, reveres himself as one of the better players on the Capitals organization, as do all the fans. But he's probably thinking to himself, you know, I think I'm pretty good and I think the fans love me here. But is it possible they could actually move me out of Washington, D.C.? So. It just goes to show you that even these people that seem like they got their act together and that they have every possible thing going for them in this world, that even people like that are insecure. Uh, but as it turns out, it wasn't too much after that, that they ended up signing him to that long-term deal, kind of define what's going on in trends in the NHL. It seems like, you know, shorter deals. You take a look at what Dmitry Orloff want. He ended up settling for far less than what he initially asked for if he would have settled for what the Capitals were initially offering him, he'd probably still be here. But it's one of the things you can't cry over spilt milk, can't spend your life looking in the rearview mirror. Ultimately, the Capitals did the right thing, in my opinion, with Orloff. You know, we can't, we can't keep retreading these tires. But in any event, it just goes to show you how, how people can be insecure. And even people, a person like Tom Wilson can. But as it turns out, long-term deal, he will be the future captain of this team, I have no doubt. But uh, So just a big deal for the Capitals, for Tom Wilson to get that done. Uh, and it's really kind of just an exciting thing uh, to witness that and to see something like that happen, to finally say that he is going to be here for the long term. And uh, like I said, I do believe that he is ultimately going to be uh, the captain one of these days. All right, so coming up here straight ahead, we will talk about... A notable date that was announced in the NHL. What is that date? We're talking about free agency 
uh, or excuse me, the trade deadline and what that means for the Capitals. We saw what happened to the Capitals on the trade deadline last year. What could that mean for the Capitals this year if the season doesn't go according to the script? We'll talk about that coming up. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is safe and super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. And even if you're not that much into betting, if you could have a little bit of money on the Commanders game, for example, it would make watching the game that much more exciting. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So the National Hockey League announced some major dates, and one of them was the trade deadline. And I know you're saying, Dan, why are you talking about this right now? It's September. The trade deadline's not normally until late February or early March. But if we think about the significance, and there has been some seasons for the Capitals when that date has come and gone, and it really hasn't mattered a whole lot. But this past season, a lot happened. And I think that, it, you know, I am positive going into the season that the Capitals will have a good season. However, if they don't, what is the plan? What is the contingency? What is the date that the Capitals have set has the National Hockey League set uh, for uh, the trade deadline? This year's NHL trade deadline has officially been set for 3 p.m. Eastern on March 8th. And again, uh, it was a bit of a different uh, thing for the Capitals this past season as they found themselves as sellers for the first time in quite some time. Usually they're in the hunt, you know, they're they're uh, kind of figuring out where they're going to be in the playoffs and what players they can pick up. They knew they weren't going to make it into the playoffs and they were sellers, like I said, for the first time in a long time. If we can recount what happened last season, Dimitri Orloff, Garnet Hathaway to the Bruins in exchange for Craig Smith, a 2023 first-round pick, a 2024 third-round pick, and a 2025 second-round pick. Um, so we're starting to see the significance, um, and we're already starting to see that uh, pay dividends. The Caps then used the 2023 first-round pick acquired in the Orloff to acquire defenseman Rasmus Sandin from the Maple Leafs in exchange for Eric Gustafson. Um, again, Sometimes when you get caught up in the moment, they don't make sense. I was pretty upset when I found out that Orloff and Hathaway, two players that I respect tremendously for what they bring to the game, you know, Garnet Hathawayers, that chirper, physical presence, uh, and Dimitri Orloff, just a really steady Eddie on the blue line, two-way defenseman, can throw his weight around. Um, so again, it's a difficult thing, but to just gain perspective, to see what the Capitals got in return, uh, just in part, they got Rasmus Sandin, who is going to be the number one defenseman on the Capitals in years to come. Right now, of course, we would say that 
it's John Carlson. But after that, I think Rasmus Sandin is poised to be that number one right now. I think that he is the number two. But if we also take a look at smaller moves that happened around that time, Marcus Johansson was dealt to the wild. And then, of course, Lars Eller was traded to the Colorado Avalanche. Um, you know, and some of those are tough things for the Capitals. Uh, Marcus Johansson was a bit of a tougher one just based on his history. He was on this team. He got traded. He got bounced all over the NHL, came back, and now he, he got dealt again. Uh, so a bit of a difficult thing. And it seems like the Marcus Johansson that we had on the Capitals uh, this last time here was a good Marcus Johansson. And not to say that he wasn't the first time. He actually was did pretty well, but he kind of tapered towards the end. Uh, but it is difficult. And we take a look at Lars Eller as well. We'll never forget his contributions in the Stanley Cup run, of course. Um, but you know, those are the difficult things to look at. And that is the date of significance for the capitals is, uh, the trade deadline and mark it on your calendar that it is on March 8th at 3 PM. And you know, the funny thing is, is I know I've hosted this show. I've hosted previous capitals show, but even before I ever hosted any capitals podcast, I've always loved that time of year that, 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 you know, just to take, I used, you know, for the like the last 10 years, I've taken the day off of work, planted my butt on the couch in front of the NHL network and just watched it to say, it's like this chess match, like, whoa, this big player's going to that team and who are the caps getting and, and how are the other teams in the Metro going to get better? So exciting. So for me, that's why I bring it up. And I think that if you're watching this podcast, you are a Capitals fan, of course, but also most likely a fan of the NHL. So Mark that on your calendar. It is going to be interesting. If the Capitals are in the hunt, maybe they'll make some big acquisitions. If they're not going, you know, according to the way we think they should be, there might they might be sellers again. So in any event, it is exciting uh, to be a fan of the Capitals, to be a fan of the NHL in general. So mark that one down on your calendar. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. And are you a fan of other DC sports? Well, Locked On has got you covered. We got Locked On Nationals, Commanders, and Wizards. So no matter what major DC sport it is, Locked On has got you covered. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holney, and I'll talk to you again next time.